Hello everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Football Betting Podcast, your home for tips, insight and discussion on the Premier League and the EFL. I'm your host Tom Pipkin, joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker and we are sponsored by Quiff. You can check out Quiff at quiff.com. Quiff is the only place where your bets can be randomly supercharged. So if you put any bets on Quiff on any market, any stake, there's a chance it can be quiffed. So, so if you were going to bet on Everton this weekend to beat Spurs 2.62, that could be boosted to something much, much higher. Um, so do check out Quiff. You can get a bet £10, get a £30 surprise bet sign-up offer, and you'll help support the pod as well. So check that out at quiff.com. You can find our exclusive link to that bonus code in the show notes and on social media. Tom. Big slate, big weekend this uh, this weekend. Full fixture list. The Premier League is back. The Championship's back. No FA Cup. Um, looking forward to sink our teeth into that. How are you? Let's touch briefly on last week's shit show. Yeah, <laughs> and then we'll move on. I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing good. Yeah, uh, no FA. Even though I love the FA Cup and you know managed to pick out a couple of outsiders, didn't we? Um, that's. Mm. Now, end of February, I think, and winter break is gone. Uh, international break coming up in March. So we got a, a little stretch here uh, where we're going to get some consistent domestic slates. And not going to lie to you, Profit Chasers, last week's treble was probably the worst of the season. But it happens. We'll move on. And we'll discuss it in detail later on as well as something a bit different for the treble this week. So keep your eye on that as the show progresses. Yeah, but we are pretty much standard procedure for today's show. We're going to go look through the, the bets we like in the Premier League, the Championship, League One and League Two, and then uh, we'll wrap it all up at the end. Like Tom says, in the treble, all the bets, all the odds, sorry, that we read out on the show today are going to be taken from quiff.com. And we'll go straight into the Premier League Saturday. Um, we've got five fixtures on Saturday. We'll take a look at Everton, Spurs, Newcastle, Luton. Either of those um, take your fancy for anything? I quite like Tottenham uh, at 2.3. Um, just got that really good win, haven't they, over Brentford in midweek. Uh, I think that will do a lot for their confidence and that could potentially be a bit of a kind of momentum changer for them. And then Everton, they're just so goal shy, like so goal shy. Like in their last six games, they've drawn a blank four times. Um, they're coming off the back of a nil-nil draw away at Fulham, arguably, you know, a decision, a handball on the line didn't quite go their way. And maybe it should have, maybe things could have been different, but I don't see Everton the same as when we saw them picking up those uh, wins, you know, in that run a little while ago. I think Tottenham will go there and get a win and uh, kick off the weekend in good fashion. Okay, I'm going to take a look at Brighton Crystal Palace, uh, this old little derby. Is it the M5 derby I'm going to take a stab at? I don't know what it's called. Something like that. Um, Under 2.5 goals is what I'm going to throw out here. It's even money. Uh, It's happened eight of the last nine times between the two sides. These games tend to be fairly low-scoring um, affairs. So eight of the last nine have been under 2.5 goals. Um, they've had six one-alls, so you could potentially look at both teams to score. 
one all again, if you like your correct scores. If you look at the team's individual performances, there's goals flying in at all ends for, for both of them at the moment. You know, Brighton just lost 4-0 to Luton. Prior to that, put five past Sheffield United in the FA Cup. Um, Palace, last game, put three past Sheffield United and then conceded five to Arsenal before that. So, yeah, I wouldn't say that their individual recent results back up under 2.5, but when they get together, it seems to be a frequent thing. Yeah, uh, I do like Brighton, Tom, and under 2.5. Uh, it's 4.5. Brighton haven't lost in any of the last 10. They may not be as swashbuckling as before, um, but they have played quite a lot of away games recently. So I think it's quite easy to forget how good they are at home. So, for example, their last five games, four of them have been away. So, you know, let's not let recency bias kind of, you know, make us forget how good they can be at home. So, yeah, Brighton and under 2.5 is what I'm going for. Okay. Um, we've also got Burnley, Fulham and Sheffield United, Villa. i got to say, I'm not enamoured with these Premier League Saturday fixtures from a betting perspective. No. Um, under 2.5 goals for me in Burnley, Fulham. Uh, it's 1.85 Again, two teams that, especially Burnley, you know, struggling to, to score goals, really. Um, in terms of the uh, games at Turf Moor this season, 54.55 uh, of them have been under 2.5. And then away from home, Fulham, it's about 50-50 um, in terms of their kind of goal scoring. And just at the moment, you know, Fulham, two blanks in the last couple of games. Burnley have, have been a little better in terms of the goal scoring, but, you know, we're still looking at two blanks from them uh, in their last five games. So I, I think under 2.5 feels pretty safe. Uh, to, it's a big game, isn't it? I think Burnley will see this as a kind of winnable fixture and Fulham will probably take a draw. So I think that will end up being quite boring, to be honest. Yeah. OK, shall we go to Sundays? Yeah. Sunday, yeah. Uh, I want to have a look at Bournemouth against our team, Forest. I think this one will be a pretty entertaining game, actually. Um, we have a, a really bad record in recent years against Bournemouth, um, but tends to be one where there is goals, this fixture. Uh, in the Premier League, we've played out two 3-2 defeats uh, and a one-all draw. So lots of goals there in the, in the recent Premier League head-to-heads between the two sides. Forest generally, I'd say, since Nuno's come in, have been have been good for at least a goal, um, often two. Since Nuno's been in charge of Forest, we've had um, eight games. Six of those games, we scored two or more goals. And Bournemouth generally at home as well tend to tend to score plenty themselves. So uh, they've scored at least two goals in five of their last six games. We know they can both, both sides can concede. Forrest, like I say, played out a lot of high-scoring draws or high-scoring defeats. Um, Bournemouth conceded their last four to Liverpool in their last home game. Um, I, I just think this one is going to be exciting. It's going to be end-to-end. -end. I think Bournemouth will probably come out on top. Um, so Bournemouth to win and both teams to score at, at 2.85 might take appeal, but... Yeah, I think I think it'll be an entertaining one. 
Yeah, had that on my list as I had Bournemouth and over 2.5, which is 2.4, and over 2.5 and both teams to score yes, which is even money, which takes the result out of it if you're a little bit concerned. But as far as fans, you know, I feel like we've got a good grip on the team and, and what's kind of to expect and uh, fully expecting a Forest loss here. Uh, anything else? So we've got Man U West Ham. Anything take your fancy there? I mean, both teams to score kind of screams out at me just on the face of it. Uh, Man U coming off a 4-3 uh, in midweek. I mean, you know, Maynou again coming up with a good 97th minute, I think it was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like nobody goes to Old Trafford kind of in fear anymore. Uh, both teams to right. score is 1.61. Uh, I could definitely see that happening. It's obviously quite a short price. I'm going to throw out there West Ham to score over 1.5 goals. Um, so that's West Ham to get two or more. I'm just looking at Manchester United's recent games and they concede at quite an alarming rate. Um, we've just seen them. It's Thursday night we're recording. They've just conceded three to Wolves, albeit they won 4-3. Last weekend, they conceded two to Newport County, but they won 4-2. Prior to that, they conceded two to Spurs in a two-all draw. Um, they conceded two to Forest in their last Premier League game prior to the Spurs one. Uh, beat Aston Villa 3-2. Lost to West Ham at um, West Ham's ground 2-0. So, you know, these are all coming in the last six, seven games. So they concede at least two goals on, on a lot of occasions here, even though they have often managed to, to not lose the game. So West Ham to score over 1.5 at 2.80, because like you say, they'll come here with no fear. Um, could be something. Yeah, West Ham, uh, fifth best away record in the league as well this season. Nice. Uh, right, Chelsea Wolves and Arsenal-Liverpool are the Sunday games to round us off. Um, anything from either of those? Yeah, um, in terms, I mean, I'm obviously excited for the Arsenal Liverpool game, and it's on a little bit, uh, like it's, you know, not a title decider, but it's essentially a six pointer in the in the title race. Um, I'm going to put for Liverpool, mm. to be honest with you, uh, firepower. That's the reason why. And I know everyone's screaming at me right now that Arsenal beat Palace in their last home game 5-0. Palace played like Palace played like a men's team, to be honest with you, like a Sunday league team. And for me, that that's not a fair reflection. What I'm looking at is the FA Cup game, which was just three games ago. Same fixture at the Emirates, 2-0 for Liverpool. Liverpool just on fire, scored nine in their last two games against Chelsea and Norwich. So, of course, you know, let's takes a little bit of gloss off the Norwich. It's obviously um, a championship side. Darwin Nunes in midweek, breaking the record for hitting the woodwork the most amount of times in a game. So it could have been a lot worse for Chelsea. They had, they had luck on their side. And I just think this Klopp thing is driving me insane already. But this Klopp thing is is really going to carry them for a bit. I feel like yeah. it's kind of reignited them. And at the price <laughs> they're at, I can't, really, I can't really resist. they got the best away record in the league. I completely agree. It's a, it's a cracking price for Liverpool, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah. The Klopp farewell tour is in full swing. You, you bang, you're absolutely right. <laughs> um, it's infuriating, but it's true. 
And Liverpool have a good record at the Emirates as well. The last five fixtures at the Emirates between the two sides across all competitions, uh, Liverpool have scored at least two goals in each of the last five games there. So, you know, it's a it's a place where they've got good form. Um, and yeah, I, I'm absolutely being sucked in by oh, Liverpool yeah. on the nose. Or if people aren't so confident in Liverpool on the nose, you've got Liverpool over 1.5 goals. That's 2.2. So again, that brings into play them and scoring two goals, but it potentially being a two-all draw or, or a high-scoring defeat. Um, and if you're really cautious, then Liverpool on the double chance is 1.55. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not a bad double chance price at all, I don't think, for Liverpool. No, no, agreed. Yeah. Uh, we've got one game to talk about that's left, and that's Brentford against Manchester City. Um, do you know, whenever I see Man City hovering around 1-2, to two, so the 1.5 mark, it scares the life out of me. Right. I feel like... It's a trap of a price all the time. <laughs> no, and I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying that I think Man City will lose this game because I expect them to win. But I feel like whenever they're that kind of price, because it's a bit bigger than what you'd usually get Man City at, I feel like I've backed it too many times in the past, and it's always let me down. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I know what you're saying. They did lose this fixture last season. Actually, they lost one nil. But Brentford, last three games, well, actually, let's take the last five games, um, oldest to newest, uh, latest, I should say, conceded three to Palace, one to Wolves, three then to Wolves uh, in the Cup in the replay, um, two to Forest, three to Tottenham. You you can't keep doing that. And Man City coming to town, Haaland's back, Alvarez... Scored two in midweek, and that they are they are silently purring. I don't know if people have realised they've not lost in eleven and they've won seven in a row. I don't think people have realised. Yep, fair. Um, so you say Man City, yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, Man City will batter them. Yeah, batter them. <laughs> Maybe with an Ivan Tony goal again. He seems to be uh, hitting the ground running. Since he's made his return, Sky Sports will bloody love it. Yeah, they would. Uh, right, let's move on from the Premier League. It's not, as people have probably gathered, the best betting league this weekend. Uh, championships a bit better, uh, not hugely, but a, a bit better. <laughs> um, let's talk about the first game uh, that I'm going to look at: Blackburn against QPR. I'm going to go for double, not double chance, sorry. I'm going to go for both teams to score in this game. It's priced at 1.64, so it is a little bit short, but for fairly good reason. Blackburn, in general, tend to be involved in games that have got lots of goals. Um, We saw, we thought that there might be an FA Cup upset um, on Monday night when they hosted Wrexham. Uh, Wrexham did score first, but Blackburn ultimately ran out 4-1 winners. They've not kept a clean sheet for 13 consecutive games uh, both teams have scored in six of the last games QPR who are their opponents this weekend they've had both teams score in four of the last five games I just think this is a QPR side who are starting to show a little bit of improvement in recent weeks um, Blackburn whilst they they may well win they may well win like they did against Wrexham 4-1 but yeah you know th- their fixtures recently have just been all over the place. You know, they had 4-1 victories, 4-1 defeats, 5-2 victories, 3-2 defeats, 2-all draws. So, 
it's just guaranteed entertainment at Ewald Park at the moment. So I think, yeah, this could be any score. Yes. Yes, I, I totally agree. Uh, I'm going to have a look at both teams to score here, um, which is a theme that I'm liking um, for this weekend. It's between Norwich and Coventry. I think it could be quite ding-dong. We've got Norwich, 62% of their games this season have been both teams to score. Coventry, a little less at 59. Recently, lots of goals going in, <laughs> to be honest with you, for at both ends, you know, Norwich coming off that 5-2. They've had a 3-1, a 4, a 2-1-4 um, in the last six. And then Coventry, a 2-2, a 2-1 win, a 3-1 win, a 6-2 win in the FA Cup, a 3-1 win. Like, it has been pretty wild stuff. Uh, obviously, John Rowe and Hadji Wright are the two players that will probably uh, be responsible for the damage. Uh, both teams to score is 1.57, so probably one for an Acker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was saying to you when we were talking about the games before we came on air that Norwich's record against Coventry is really good. Um, mm-hmm. They've not lost in 10 consecutive games between the two sides. They've scored the first goal in eight consecutive games. Um, they've won the first half in eight consecutive games. Um, and if you really like your stats and your cards bets, there's been under 4.5 cards in this fixture in 10 consecutive games. So yeah. it doesn't really strike you as a, as an aggressive tie, does it? No, no. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah under card, Norwich to score first, win mm. the first half, then Coventry to score in the second half. And, uh, <laughs> nice. it could be whatever result. But yeah, Coventry's last win, 2009. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it, though? Because, you know, Coventry, you get occasionally a team in Coventry who are on really good form, no losses in 12, yeah. and they come up against Norwich away from home, who are a real bogey side, who they've really struggled against, like like we've just read out. So, fascinating to see how, which, which stat is going to stand up. Is mm. it going to be the historical one, the head-to-head, or is it going to be the recent form? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we will. I'll see. Uh, let's just briefly touch on Southampton away at Rotherham. Southampton price at 1.3. Um, yeah, just, just keep on plugging away, don't they, to the Saints. 22 games unbeaten now, con- continuing to extend that club record. Um, just one point behind Ipswich in the race for the automatic promotion places in the championship. Uh, yeah, Southampton keep keep on stringing up the wins and the good performances, uh, albeit better at home than away, but against this Rotherham side and at such a short price, um, they shouldn't have too many issues, I don't think. I'm back in Watford to get a win over Cardiff. Uh, Watford, a price at 1.83, which I think is a good price. They've not lost in their last seven. Cardiff have lost three in a row and four of their last five. I, I think... If, when we have a look at Watford, you know, they've drawn four of their last six, three consecutively. Um, and as much as the draw away at Sheffield Wednesday won't be their favourite result ever um, in the championship on the 31st of January, I, I think they're on the right path. And I think they are definitely within the hunt for the playoffs. They are ninth at the moment. Um, Cardiff are 
kind of victims of their early season success. Uh, Errol Bullut, uh, the manager, kind of in a position where he got them off to a great start. They've started to fall away, and obviously January's closed now, but he was very, very vocal about wanting to be backed because, you know, this is what I can do with, you know, this squad. Imagine if you gave me, you know, five million, I could get us here, etc., etc. Doesn't look like that's happened. Um, obviously, putting a lot of faith in a manager on the slide, not what you want to be doing, I suppose. And I just feel like it's unraveling at Cardiff a little bit and unraveling to a, a mid to lower table finish. I think these teams are miles apart in terms of talent. And I think the Hornets are priced pretty well. Yep. Okay. Uh, one more for me. Uh, Leicester away at Stoke. Leicester price at 1.8. Uh, to get the victory, I, I like it when we get a team as good as Leicester at a price like this. Um, I feel like they are forever very reliable, at least when I seem to bet on them. They always seem to do a job for me. Um, they've won 10 out of the 14 away games they've played this season in the Championship. It's the best record in the league by quite a way. Um, and Stoke are just in a little bit of a, a sticky moment. Steven Schumacher's come in. He's had one win, which is away at Rotherham, 1-0. But apart from that, he's lost in the Cup, 4-2 to Brighton. We can forgive that, of course. It's Premier League side. Uh, but it's the most recent two games which worry me. Um, a 2-1 defeat at home to Birmingham and a 3-1 loss away at Sunderland, who themselves aren't in particularly good form uh, under Mick Beal. So those two, those two are concerning losses, the Sunderland one and the Birmingham one. And if you're losing those and you're not in particularly a good space at the moment, I think when Leicester come to town, as I mentioned, best away record in the league, I think this could be a very good prize for Leicester. Um, I know you mentioned that fans are moaned about the style of play, but give over. You know, they're top of the league by, by, by a long way. Um, this is exactly the kind of fixture where to be in Leicester's position, you just win it. Yeah, yeah. Um... I'm a little bit nervous just because I, I, a lot of my bets are based on vibes, uh, which vibes and a mix of vibes and stats, I'll say. Um, but yeah, uh, the the crowd turning uh, on Maresca and all that kind of stuff, it kind of puts me off a bit. But let's be honest, this game's played ten times, Leicester win nine, so yeah, completely get it. Probably better for them than it's away then. If uh, yeah, 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 only the hardcore fans go in. It's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any more on the champ for you? And uh, no, time to go into League One, I think. All righty then. Um, let's get started in League One with Exeter and Bristol Rovers. Mm. Both teams to score. Um, there's a lot I like for for both teams to score in terms of a Bristol Rovers perspective. Here, it's one point seven for it to happen. Bristol Rovers haven't kept a clean sheet for 16 consecutive games. Um, nine out of the last 10 Bristol Rovers games have been both teams to score. Interestingly, head-to-heads against Exeter. Um, Exeter haven't lost in nine consecutive games and no clean sheets in 13 for Bristol Rovers. So we, we may be looking at an Exeter win and, and both teams to score, which is 5.0. So that's a very good price. Um but yeah, Exeter themselves, you know, they, they've kept two clean sheets in the last six games. So 
it's okay. But yeah, the Bristol Rovers goal stats just seem to goals seem to be following them around at the moment. You know, lots of three one wins, three one defeats, two one wins, two one defeats. Um, and I could see the same again here. I'm going to back Derby uh, away at Charlton. Charlton still on the lookout for a manager as I record this. I literally just went on their Twitter page just to double check there wasn't some kind of announcement that I've missed. Uh, Derby have the second best away record in the league. Uh, actually, they've played a game fewer than Portsmouth. If they were to win that, they would have the joint best away record in the division. Uh, Derby can be quite unpredictable and in their last two away games I haven't seen enough uh, they lost 1-0 away at Reading they drew 0-0 away at Lincoln definitely not good form going into this uh, but I think Charlton are basically the perfect prey uh, Charlton haven't won in the last 13 games as I said an interim manager in charge they've played five games at home without winning now so that, you know not a happy place uh, Valley Parade at the moment. I think Derby can go there and, and you know, put those two games behind them away from home, get back to being a good team on the road and their price at 1.95. I think it's a good price. Okay. Yep. Uh, Tom, Peterborough at home mm. to, uh, who are they playing? Uh, Wigan. Wigan. There it is. Peterborough at home to Wigan. Um, can you tell me the last time Peterborough Failed to score at least two goals in a home League One tie. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm just going to say the 26th of December, Boxing Day. <laughs> no, um, the 12th of August. Good grief! Against Charlton. So in one home oh. fixture in League One, they failed to score um, two or more goals. So it's a phenomenally consistent rate of scoring twos threes fours in their home fixtures they're not one of them all um you sure. know they have had some high scoring draws in there but um yeah consistently hammering out at least two goals that is why we're once again going to go for peterborough to score over 1.5 goals uh priced at 1.44 so again not the biggest thing you're going to bet on this weekend but for something consistently reliable as part of an accumulator, I think it's a good shout. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I love the goals angle. Uh, great research there. Uh, quite like Wigan. Kind of plucky. I think. It just kind of protects you, doesn't it, against if, if yeah. it, Peterborough do throw in a two-all or something like that. Absolutely, yeah. Which they're very Bol capable of. Yeah, Bolton. Um, we have a big game. Um, I was going to call it the Reebok then, showing my bloody age. Uh, what's it called again? It's got the funny name, hasn't it? Is it the, still the University of Bolton Stadium? No, or? no, 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 no. Right, I'm going to have this embarrassing. It's got the funny name that went viral. Oh, the Tough Sheet Community Stadium. You remember that? No. no. That's, that's been completely missed on me. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's the Tough yeah. Sheet. Tough Sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I nearly called it the Reebok. It hasn't been the Reebok since 2014, which is, wow. uh, which is, yeah, uh, that's that's not good for me. Anyway, uh, big game, Bolton Barnsley. Big Samson uh, manager, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Elad's <laughs> due foot front. Stelios Giannakopoulos on the wing. JJ so, Kopcha. 
oh god, we could do this for hours. Listen, that, listen. <laughs> Bolton, Bolton, Barnsley, Bolton second, Barnsley fifth. Um, over the last six, Barnsley have yielded more points, and their away record is really good. Eight wins, four draws, one defeat. I'm still going to back Bolton. I think Bolton at home, and there's a couple of wobbly results in there for sure, but I think Bolton at home is is as good as it gets in League One. That I think that's the toughest game, and that's when I would back somebody against anybody else in League One. Bolton at home. Not Peterborough at home, not Portsmouth at home, not Barnsley away even. It's Bolton at home, and I always fancy them to turn it on. Because they're playing against Barnsley, we've got a good price at 1.9. Barnsley were on a great tear, but lost 2-1 at home to Exeter City, which I'm a little bit concerned about. They've picked up some wins recently against Carlisle, against Oxford, who are finding their way uh, under Des Buckingham. Uh, they beat Bristol Rovers, also finding their way. I'm not convinced, and I think Bolton will uh, have more than enough to get a win, 1.9. Yeah, all day. Trotters. Cool. Um, Cheltenham, 2.40. To get a result at home to Wickham is something that I like the look of. And we may even extend it a little bit further and go Cheltenham to win and under 2.5 goals, which is 4.75. Cheltenham generally at home in the league been been pretty good. Uh, They've not lost since uh, they lost to Leighton Orient in December, but that was just one defeat in a run of eight games. So uh, generally pretty good at home. They beat Portsmouth last time out in the league in the last home game 2-1, so a big scalp for them there. They've also knocked off uh, Oxford, who are doing well this season. They drew with Derby. So it's, it's a tough place to go generally at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Wickham, on the other hand, really poor away from home. Um, their last away win, in the league came away at Fleetwood on the 7th of October. So quite a while ago now, uh, since then they failed to win in the next eight games away from home. Interestingly, the last six have all been under 2.5 goals. So their away games tend to be fairly low scoring affairs of which more often than not, they come out on the losing side. Um, which is why I'm kind of leaning into this Cheltenham and under 2.5 angle. But yeah, Wickham have got a poor away away record. Cheltenham scoring generally at least two goals at home. Um, They scored at least two in four of the last five home games. So yeah, if they can score two here with Wickham's poor away form, especially scoring-wise, that that should be enough to win it. it, there is also the added needle that Cheltenham need to get a win, really, against a side like Wickham if they've got any hope of clawing out the relegation zone because there's a little gap starting to form now um, between Cheltenham and you know the other bottom sides to to, uh, to 20th place. Cheltenham, Cheltenham are seven points behind, so they need to start picking up these home wins against sides like Wickham where it's a really winnable game. League two. Yeah, let's go. Kicks okay. off. Look, Not much here for me, I've got to say. No, this absolutely bloody brutal, to be honest with you. Uh, did not did not like the look of this. Uh, I'm going to go in with 
Accrington Stanley, the even money to be Grimsby. And for me, this is all about Grimsby. One win on the road this season. One win in the last six. No wins in the last three. I could go on. Uh, haven't won any of the last three games against Accrington as well, Tom. I know you like your historics. Mm -hmm. um, Accrington at home, a little bit wobbly recently. That They were really, really, really good at home for a long time. And they've thrown in one or two little wobbly bits, which are, which I'm not loving. Um, but they're playing against a Grimsby team that are struggling quite a bit. Third worst away record in the division. Nine points from 13 games. Accrington Stanley, despite having a little bit of a wobble, still have the seventh best home record uh, in the league. They're still well within a shout of a playoff spot. Uh, they're just a couple of points outside. There's there's no reason why uh, they should not consider themselves in the race. I think at even money, you're getting a good team that's typically good at home against a team that is poor right now and typically poor away. And I think it it uh, it works out quite nicely. Yep. Okay. Uh, Newport County at home to Swindon for me. Newport at 1.9 to get the victory. We saw them last weekend, put up a fight coming from 2-0 down at home uh, to bring it back to Tool against Manchester United, as we've already touched on. Um, their opponents this weekend, Swindon, are woeful away from home. In the league, they've lost four on the bounce. Um, they've conceded at least two goals in uh, eight of the last nine league away games. So that's a a pretty poor record if you're constantly going away from home and conceding at least two. Um, it's, I'm not surprised if anyone won in a long time. They've had one win away from home in the league since uh, since September. So really struggling. Newport, their home form is generally pretty good. They've not lost since the 7th of October at home in the league. Uh, kind of a few more draws than wins in that, in that spell since that defeat. But... Uh, they knocked off Wrexham at home in their last home league game. We saw that battle in performance against United. Prior to that, they uh, drew crew. They've beaten Stockport as well at home, 2-1 this season. So it's a really tough place to go. And for a Swindon side who don't travel well, I think Newport could uh, be decent money at 1.9. I honestly don't have anything else in League 2. I know there's one, maybe two more things that you'd like to talk about. So I'm basically just going to hand it over to you to finish the segment. Uh, okay, so uh, only one, I think, unless there's one that I've forgotten about. Um, yeah, just one, I think. And you were saying you sometimes bet on stats, sometimes bet on vibes. This is uh, a bet on vibes, to be mm. honest. <laughs> and it's... Uh, it's both teams to score in Tranmere, Tranmere against uh, in Tranmere against Crew. Uh, both teams to score prices one point five, so we're not getting much value for our vibes here. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Tranmere, by and large, have been on a, a decent run of form. Um, if we look at their home form in the league, they've won five of the last six games. The defeat coming in the most recent one, two one to MK Dons. Prior to that, um, they scored at least two goals in in all those five victories, beating teams like Newport, uh, Notts County, Swindon, Gillingham, Forest Green, etc. So at home, very strong, scoring plenty of goals. And and Crew, I 
they're they're kind of a better's nightmare if you're betting on results at least anyway because they have some fantastic performances where where they beat Mansfield they beat Barrow then they go and lose at home to to Salford in a game you think they definitely win so they're a bit all over the place but uh, lots of goals in their games so they've had uh, the three two against Salford. 3-1 win against Barrow, 3-2, uh, 2-1 win, sorry, against Swindon. So I just think there's going to be goals here. That's yeah. just the vibes I'm getting. Yeah, 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 super fair. Uh, and that's else? it really, mate. Okay, cool. Uh, so we will end the uh, tip section and round it off with uh, the treble. Before we do so, we will have a look at last week's treble. Again, one of the worst of the season. Let's call a spade a spade. Uh, we had Blackpool to beat Charlton. Uh, they could only manage a draw. Then we had Peterborough away at Lincoln. Also, they could only manage a draw. They didn't even score, Peterborough. And then we had Barnsley, who were going on a really good run uh, and played against Exeter at home, lost 2-1. So didn't get a single leg up which was disappointing, but we've got something to break the mould a bit, um, haven't we, Tom? Yeah, we're going to switch up a little bit and go for both teams to score treble this weekend. Uh, we mentioned quite a few on the pod, so we thought, let's just stick them all in a treble for a change instead of going result-wise, because the results look a little bit iffy, don't they, this weekend? So we're going to go for um, a cup in the champ and then one in League One. So we've got Blackburn and QPR to be both teams to score. Norwich and Coventry to be both teams to score. And Exeter and Bristol Rovers to be both teams to score. Um, the treble pays 4.32. That's with Quiff. Uh, £10 example stake would return you £43.20. But of course, remember, there is always a chance that that 4.32, if you bet with Quiff, could be supercharged into something much bigger and better. Yeah, really excited to uh, get all that underway this weekend. Again, like I just think like it was a decent slate, but I think this was the best way to go for this weekend. I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, shall we look quickly at fantasy football? Very briefly. Yeah, yeah take it away, mate. Because I forgot to do my team for midweek again. I just, I just can't be bothered anymore. It's nice to see green arrows on mine. Uh, the average was thirty-nine. I got sixty-nine. So, mm, good. all right, to be fair. Yeah, look at you. All right, then. If you're happy with yourself, you can you can carry on. Right, we'll do the top 10. Um, so, from 10 through to 1, we've got Simon Moran, Kaspar's Grava, Rachel Mather, Mark Johnston, Ari Nugraha, Kieran Gentry, Jason Courtney, Mike Civils, Ross McCorkadale, and... Uh, James Ingham with Jimbo FC is leading the league. It's very tight at the top. He's leading by two points. Uh, you know, you could go all the way down to, geez, seventh, eighth, and they're only 30 points behind. So it's all to play for in the, in the fantasy football podcast league. Mm, love it. If you want to join the league, you can do so as long as you've got a team with the official uh, fancy Premier League website, which most people do, I think. Uh, you can join uh, and you will join at your rightful position. You are going to need your um, you're going to need your invite code. The best way to get that is Twitter or X T underscore FB podcast. 
Uh, if you didn't follow, you would have missed out on the midweek tips that we put out. Uh, we always put our midweek tips out on Twitter. We talk about the market, prices, just general football discussion. Try and make you laugh with a couple of memes that inevitably get eight likes and don't go viral. But we would absolutely love it if you wanted to uh, join the uh, join the fun on there. T underscore FB podcast. Your fantasy team did all right this week, mate. Just to jump back to that, you got fifty five points. Ah, good for me. Yeah, well done. Thanks. Alvarez up front saved you. Who saved me? Alvarez. Mmm. Had a boy, Jules. Good lad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, so please do check out the social media, like Tom says. If you have enjoyed the pod, we'd really appreciate a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, we'll be back once again next week for another pod. So be profitable this weekend. Let us know if you get any winners on socials. Uh, we'd love to see the winning slips or what you're betting this weekend. Cheers, guys.